Yo, yo, what is going on? What's up? The shit show is not here today. That's right. The circus is not in town this week. We beat it back. We soldiered on and we put together a show without any problems this week. Snaps for us. Snaps for us. We did a good job. We're going to pat ourselves on the back here. Today's show is mostly basketball. There's a little bit of the other sports in there peppered in. You know, also peppered in with just a pinch of bullshit, as I like to call it. Uh, both by Dubs and yours truly. But mostly basketball because, you know, it is March and we are in March Madness and in full swing. Woo! So it's all basketball, really, let's be honest. And, uh, yeah, I just got Peacock. And I want to go watch The Office. So we're going to get out of here in just a moment. Just want to tell you we're doing the second round of the bracket today. We did not do so hot on the first round of the bracket. But uh, we'll see how the second round goes. And yeah, let's get to it. Mayfield, aka Burt Warner. I have with me Dubs. Say what up, Dubs. And Meech. What up, Meech? I'm so fucking locked on on this Syracuse game. That that fucking that nickname almost snuck past the goalie there, but that was pretty good. Thanks. Burt Warner. Yeah, Burt Warner. Burt Warner. I, Warner it's pretty obvious. Good. I don't know why I didn't think of that before. It is, but that's that's the thing with all of your nicknames. A lot of them are super obvious, and they're still just so great. Yeah, I'm looking for one to top Bertrude Stein. I don't know if it'll ever get topped. So. <laughs> that was truly an amazing feat of uh, yeah. thinking that you did there. Yeah, thanks, me. man. I just thought of a good one. I'm going to text you after the show. Okay, dope. So, uh, let's see, any bullshit to start the day off? Uh, yeah. Yeah, there is. Okay. So, we got we got some bullshit in Russia. Oh, okay. Yeah, most people are watching March Madness as assholes reading up on Russia <laughs> today over here. I'm also watching March Madness. Got multiple devices. And reading on Russia. <laughs> He's a renaissance anyway. man. Renaissance man. But the <laughs> Dyatlov Pass, thank you, is a place in Russia. It's not in Siberia, but it's it's up there. It's pretty up there. And the uh, there in the fifties, nineteen fifty nine, nine hikers disappeared up there. Uh, they all died due to hypothermia, like going fucking crazy and leaving the tent with like no clothes and shit. And they got they got themselves killed. Two drowned in a river. Two of them fucking. Cracked their skulls open. It was it was horrific. Nine people from Russia heard about that and were like, "We should go to the Dyatlov Pass and honor these dead hikers and do the pass ourselves." And now those nine people are missing. Wow! The so, Dyatlov Pass came in and dropped a fire ass remix. Jesus Christ! On. I wonder what happened to those people. Like, do you think the two people in the river went crazy, killed everybody, and then drowned themselves in the river? That's a possibility. That sounds like that. That's my sound. That's my theory. I'm sticking to it. I think it was a large yeti. <laughs> I mean, anything's out there, dude. Like, I, yeah, I would not. Yeah. Siberia, like, if it's near Siberia, then leave me the hell alone. Yeah, I'm I'm good. It's like Florida. I'm not going there. All right, well, this is not an episode of My Favorite Murder, so we're going to move on to sports. Uh, let's start with the NBA. So what's the happenings in the National Basketball Association? Look at you. I'm proud of you. Thanks. I didn't know you knew the name of the league. Yeah, I don't care about the sport, but I know the name of the league. That's good. LeBron James, hurt, good, love to see it. Calf strain, wow. he's out indefinitely. Joins the Jesus injured list. Christ, what an Davis. asshole! What? It's not like what he's is... got like a fucking torn ACL or COVID. He fucking he yeah, he's cat. out with a high ankle sprain. But they 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 have time, and they don't even need to lock up home court. They just need to lock up. They just need to get into the playoffs. He'll let him and him and uh, Davis rest, and they'll be fine. 
Yeah, they'll be, they'll be all right. Once they get to the playoffs, that's all that really matters anyway. Yeah. Houston Rockets have lost 20 straight games. They are on the downslide of all downslides. Yeah, it doesn't look good. It does not look good. They're in full tank mode. Uh, they have an undrafted rookie whose name is escaping me, but he's been like the only bright spot there. And they did get John Wall, but I don't, I don't think anything's going to be happening in Houston for a while. No, nah, no. Nah. And on the on the opposite end of that, um, the Atlanta Hawks are eight zero since they named Nate McMillan the head coach and fired. I still can't remember his name. Lloyd uh, Pierce. There we go. Uh, yeah. So I mean, they they are on the. Let's go. Other Let's go, Hawks. Yeah, yeah. Hawks. Hawks now looking like the team that I think most of us thought they would look closer to going into the year. As we said, they they made a couple off season moves. It's good to see Nate McMillan. Um, get another shot and and turn this team around. Really, to quote spring training, New York Yankee slash Texas Ranger Russell Wilson, go Hawks. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was pretty smooth. Love it. Anthony Edwards scores forty two points and sets the Timberwolves rookie scoring record. Good for Anthony Edwards. He's been playing really well lately, shooting up the rookie ladder. Celtics finally win. Love to see it. Jalen Brown had a career night, day. I don't know. It was one of those weird time, weird, weirdly timed games. Middle afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> dusk. <laughs> I'll see you on the court at dusk. <laughs> uh, Jalen Brown, sharpshooter, 10 threes. Huge game. We beat the Magic uh, after losing three straight. It's only the Magic. But I don't know. Every time we win right now, it's just giving me. Yeah, I mean, at some point, you just need to stop, like, hemorrhage the bleeding and, right. uh, you know, Cut win. And it doesn't really matter who the win is over or how much. It just matters that it counts in the win column. I thought you were going to come at me for my blind hope because every small win, even if it's over the magic, I'm like, we still, we could still do something this season. But then oh, I mean, it, I look it myself like in you the were, mirror. You were overarching with that much support when you just said that we won. You were like, even though it was over the magic, that's, that's still a good step. You, it did sound like you were going like, oh, we might be a finals. If we, we might be I, I was going to get there. Oh, okay. I should have known, you know, being a asshole, that it was only about to come up if it hadn't yet, because why would you ever think that you guys could not win the East, despite that being not the track record over the last few years? All right, we're not going to win the East. Well, like, regular season, we're not going to win the East. But playoffs, for sure going to win the East. Are you, is this a, is this a joke? Is the mic on? Is this a joke? (laughs) Victories get my hopes up, and then you you think six you're going hours to from win. Now, you think you're going to represent the Eastern Conference Finals in in the finals. We could six hours from That's now. I'm probably going to look myself in the mirror and go, "We're not doing fucking shit this season." Yeah, after your next loss, and you see the 76ers and uh, the yeah. Nets looming large for you guys. I skipped over all Celtics talk last episode because I was really in a dark place with it. Uh, yeah. Oh, and the by the way, the Bucks are actually hours, playing better now too. Days. So you also have to watch out for them. Like I, yeah, good and and the fucking the East is not a joke anymore. Like it used to be a joke. It's gotten very competitive over the last couple of years now. We'll be all right. You've got the Hawks who look to be on fire. The Heat are starting to put it together. Like good luck, buddy. So are we? We're gonna start to put it together right now. We'll be all right. So I'm saying every every <laughs> single time we win, I'm like, this is it our run we're gonna look like a contender again and that's where i'm at right now a few hours well, from now it might change but for now let me ride my high Meech. just just to cross this t and dot this i on celtics news and then we'll please god stop talking about a basically useless team um hey Coach brad steven hey <laughs> says he is staying in the nba with the celtics and that uh, he's not going to Indiana. We talked about it last week on the podcast. Kind of not denying that he was going to take the Indiana job last week. Uh, this was an all-out, basically all my chips are in on the, on the Celtics. So uh, Call himself it, a mass hole, says he screams in traffic, drives around people to get to Dunkin' Donuts. Love, love to see it. Brad's not going anywhere. We'll love to have him. 
Yeah, it's it was it was a, it was a it was very much a different announcement than the previous one. I felt like it was very much different. Uh, but yeah, so just to end the NBA talk with that, it seems like uh, that coach will be staying as a Celtic Celtic. I'm, I just need to start calling them the Celtics, just like we've done with Washington Football Club. I'm just going to call them the Celtics every single time. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, do you want to move into some baseball? Yeah, I mean it's it's been slow. Spring training is kind of wrapping up, and we're almost to opening day. Um, but the Royals did extend Salvador Perez for four years, uh, eighty-two million. Kind of a weird move for a team with not a huge budget. He's an aging catcher, and I think he hasn't played in the last two years. He was out, I believe, all of the regular season before last year, and then I think he got injured in like the first month of last year. I can't speak for last season, but I knew the year completely. Right. So he's he's been he's definitely looked, you know, older. He's a Aging. thirty year old catcher, and you give him that much money. I mean, I'm not a fan of giving any of these catchers money. I wouldn't have given Real Muto money either, but. I mean, he's probably going to give you at least two years, but, I mean, they both signed, you know, massive contracts for aging catchers. He ages like a fine wine, Mitch. <laughs> yeah, most catchers do, you know, where they, you know, start to dip into the 200 range and, uh, you know, they can still handle uh, pitching staff, but, you know, they lose some speed, they lose some zip off that arm. That's That's usually, yeah, good call. I have a but bone to our- pick. I have a bone to pick, an MLB bone to pick. It's with the app. So I wake up today and, you know. Your app low-key sucks. Yeah, like I wake up today and it's Sunday and that's normally the day where I'm kind of like, I don't know, I just don't feel like it, you know. And I'm just laying in bed watching TV and I get a notification on my phone that's like one inning 20 or like in five innings, 23 runs are scored, all this crazy shit. And I'm like, what? And then I click it and it's for like a fucking like little league softball game. And I was like, you bastard. Like they got me excited. I was like, oh, we're going to be able to talk about this so much on the show today. And then, yeah, it was some little league shit. Best, best case scenario. It was a spring training game. Right. But I'm still saying like, if if that many runs are scored, there'd be a lot that we could talk about. You know what I'm saying? I was excited for that. Like nugget of information. Absolutely. That'd be ludicrous. Absolutely not. I I give, we've talked about this before too. I give literally no credence to spring training at all whatsoever. I don't care about it. Okay. It's fun to see baseball back, but the numbers are literally fake. Okay. Well, uh, the NFL preseason. Chase Daniels is like the longest serving preseason quarterback that puts up all the numbers, but he's not a starter. So he doesn't actually start at the regular season. So these numbers mean nothing. Okay. Well, uh, give me about five minutes. Cause I'm going to go pour myself a tall glass of go fuck myself. And I'll just chug that down. I mean, quick. basically, and then, uh, you know, we'll go from there. Spring training. I mean, I'm just saying it would have been something exciting to talk about. I'm not, uh, you know, let's move it on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, just shitting though. on parades. That's, you should put that on your resume. Parade shitter. <laughs> uh, going Give back five to minutes, apps, you know who's actually improved their app? ESPN. They had the shittiest app for the longest time ever. Yeah, my and brother told me to download it, it, but I, I just haven't. They improved it. Yeah. My brother the other night was telling me to download it because, you know, I'm using ESPN Plus now to watch the hockey games, some of them anyway. And yeah. – uh, and he was like, yeah, you should get the app, man. It's dope. And I was like, really? And he was like, yeah, yeah it's no. dope. I mean, they basically made Bleacher Report into a multi-billion dollar organization because they couldn't develop an app. Is basically yeah. right. what happened. Right. I mean, literally. 100%. Um, and by the way, the Syracuse Orange just won. Let's go. Beat Bob Huggins in West Virginia. That was a great game. Went down to the very end. Q's win by three. They just I'm had little... to not lose by four for my betters out there. Uh, so we win on that game too. Fun little sidebar. First time West Virginia had to face a zone all season. Yeah, I mean, and that's notorious. Is that that's that's what Q's is known for in the tourney. Notorious. They're so hard. It's such a different look. And they were the the announcer who was on the game, and I didn't keep track of it, was like kept pointing out why it was such a difficult zone. And I thought it was it's really so good. good. They run yeah, the because... two three. That's what when we when I played basketball and we went to states for travel. That was what we were 
and it's a disgusting fucking defense. The two yeah. Three yeah, is no it was joke. stifling. And then he was like, and see, they want you to throw down to this corner. They want that because then they'll just trap yeah. you. And every time he said it, that's what happened. And it was just, it was a great game though. I mean, West Virginia was down, I want to say 15 at the, the end of the first and came back. Uh, so, but that was just a great game. Anyway, it just ended. So I got the oof of the week. We had a Tiatlov pass remix at the start. Normally, the yeah. oof of the week is at the start. We go to baseball for it. Cubs prospect Jesus Camargo caught with 21 pounds of meth and a pound of oxycodone in his equipment bag. Oh, okay. So you answered my question because I saw like a little, you know, ticker thing, but I didn't click on it. How much meth? 21 pounds. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that'll get you in some trouble. He's just, there's a picture of his baseball bag at the airport with the fucking just tons of meth in it. Wow. And and you said a pound of oxycodone? Yep. Mm, that's the good stuff. Sorry. Perkins. Fucking the, the uh, anal, uh, uh, analyst. Analyst. There we go. Jesus Christ, that was hard for me to get out. <laughs> a fucking pills over here commenting on fucking the real stuff. It's the Jesus. good. I'd say it was the real stuff. It's the good stuff. That's, mm. Also, a fan chef's of kiss. Soda. I was a fan of all of it in my day when I played the game. But I'm retired now. My jersey's on the wall. Made it out alive. Aren't I blessed? In the rafters, just yeah. hanging there. Yeah, number 13, way up there. Hall of that Famer. And the piece of your nose that dude broke <laughs> off in a bar with his elbow. <laughs> it wasn't in a bar. wasn't in a bar. It was in a party. wasn't in a bar. Oh, right, right. Yeah, House yeah. party. It was outside after he fucking poured beer yep. on the asshole. It wasn't even like some random guy. It was like one of my oldest and best friends. <laughs> right, oh, gonna, my God. Beer? Yeah, it was, uh, it was fucked up, man. Uh, dark times. All right, let's move it on. I don't want to stay in that place. I'm having a hard enough time as it is. So, any other baseball stuff you want to talk about before we move on to the hockeys? Joey Votto turned to camp after a COVID. Oh, Joey Votto, one of the best players in the last, you know, decade. Good to see him back and healthy. Uh, Jack Leader, number one prospect in the MLB draft. Son of Al Leader, former pitcher. Michi might remember him. You mean Lither? Light L Lighter. Weaver? <laughs> I've, I've never heard his name pronounced that way. Yeah, no, he's deal Vandy has one a juggernaut of a baseball program, dude. They have a map. That's where Walker, Texas Ranger from is from. Like a ton they have stepped up their presence huge the last like Dansby Swanson came like out of there. Years. But yeah, no, they, they are a preeminent program and yeah. They have the Lither stuff looks prospects. absolutely disgusting. And they have the other pitcher, Kareem Rocker, the two top prospects in the draft, both at Vanderbilt. But uh, Lighter threw a no-hitter and struck out 16 for Vanderbilt yesterday. Yeah. Woo! Throwing Just gas. Up in that draft stock. Yep. He's mad. Good for, good for uh, you, that dude. That was all I had. For- I, have, I have a thought where he might go, given the amount of former major leaguers' kids they have. Yeah, yeah. They have first pick. No, I, I don't know. I was just saying. It feels like Tor- he's a Toronto. He has Toronto written all over him, given that <laughs> current farm system. <laughs> well, I guess they're not farm system anymore. They're all in the majors. It seems. Like, yeah. But, uh, right. But yeah, no. I was just. It was just a joke. I. I have no. No, no inside take on that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I gotta put that disclaimer out there nowadays. It just seems like he, he, that seems where he's definitely going. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll buy that. I'll buy that. The Pirates. Pirates have the first pick. Oh, number that two would is the be Tigers. Yeah, it would guess be good for them. Sit- oh, no, number two is the Rangers. Number three is the Tigers. And guess who's sitting at number four? The Red Sox? Your boys. The Bo Sox. <laughs> yeah, you know how you got there? Bridge quote, <laughs> he had this slight pause to think about what to say back to me for a second. Like, I didn't even hear what he said after that. I just love hearing the silence. I said a bridge year to quote Theo Epstein. <laughs> oh, I mean, I I knew what you said. I just oh, gotcha. didn't acknowledge it after I heard the amount of silence I wanted to for like you know a second. Yeah, Meech gets off on the silence. All right, you boys want to talk about some hockey now? Is that Every a- time you say hockey, it it makes me laugh. 
You guys hockey. want to play, talk about some hockey? Yeah, it's a habit I got into because that's how we used to make fun of people by saying, we'd be like, yeah, let's play some hockey. And then it just kind some of got, hockey talk. you know, and now indoctrinated into my vernacular. Yes, I have. It's very, very true. You know, 10 years, the, if the me from 10 years ago could see the me now, he'd probably whoop my ass. He'd be like, you fucking square. <laughs> but uh, yeah, let's talk about some hockey. Um, I guess... The first thing might be on some performance enhancing beverages, though. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He definitely would be, and some pills. He'd be on a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be like a a husk he might not of, kick of emotion. Ass that badly. <laughs> uh, you'd be surprised what you could do when you are, you know, just filled up with reckless when abandon. You can't feel pain. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you'd be surprised what you're capable of. I almost got my arm ripped off by a train once. That's a funny story. I, I, I'll tell it later. Uh, yeah, it was it was a mushroom thing. So anyway, uh, <laughs> I mean, the only thing that I have that, you know, we don't all know about is Jack Johnson of the New York Rangers, arguably the worst player in the National Hockey League, has been. I know Jack Johnson. Shut up. You do? I do. Uh, we are not very close, but we say hi to each other. Okay, cool. Hi, Jack. <laughs> Uh, but no, this Jack Johnson, the worst player in the National Hockey League, and I think you could say that pretty safely, is on the New York Rangers right now. He was signed after they bought out Lundquist and they traded away Mark Stahl, and they had like a million dollars really to play with, and I don't know why they signed him. Like Nobody can really figure that out. And when they signed him, they did say, guys, don't freak out. Like, he's not going to play all the time. He'll play, like, a few games. And, you know, and to their credit, he has only played a few games. It's just funny, though, because he'll play a game, look pretty bad. And then, mysteriously, he'll be out with some sort of injury. Then he'll come back a few games. Then he'll be out again with some sort of injury. And then he'll come back a few games. Well, now they said that he's getting surgery for some sort of muscle damage and that he will be out for the rest of the season, at which point he will be conveniently an unrestricted free agent. So that's pretty interesting and kind of funny. And I wonder where Jack Johnson will go. Probably Buffalo. Speaking of which, we could talk about some trade rumors. Enjoy. Um, I didn't see too much trade rumors. There is a pretty strong trade rumor right now. That says the Flames and the Flyers are discussing a trade that Johnny Gaudreau and I believe some sort of pick would go for Konechny from the Flyers, which I'm not so sure the Flyers need Johnny Gaudreau. I think they need so they need like def- defensive depth. I mean, if you watch, they do the- have a problem scoring goals. They do. They do. That's true. Oh, that was actually sarcastic. I feel like they're, they always are, have like six or seven. No, they, they recently, they have had a problem scoring. Um, but their defense is, is a serious issue. I mean, if you watched, you know, the nine Oh game the other night, which will henceforth be referred to as the St. Patrick's day massacre. Um, <clears throat> they're de- and then you watch highlights from the other night, like their defense is just like non-existent, non-competitive. So, I really feel like they need to be making move moves for defensive depth. They did pick up, I believe, a couple defensemen recently, or maybe they traded a couple defensemen away. Either way, they need more defensemen. That's their real problem. And their goaltending is suffering right now, but I think that's a fluke personally because Carter Hart was great last year, you know, and Elliott's not traditionally a terrible goalie. So I feel like it's just some sort of fluky thing that's happening. But I mean, I watched the game yeah. the other day and their goalies weren't exactly put in situations to succeed either. Like they just, I, right. I, I couldn't tell you how many times I can't even remember who was playing them. Like it, it might not have been. I think it was the Islanders before. the other day I saw yes, playing them. That's yeah. Who it was. yeah. That's exactly who it was. Yeah. And it was amazing to me how many times they just gl- like glided over the blue line uncontested. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. So many two on ones, so many yep. three on ones. And then just, not even trying to make it hard to take it over the blue line. I, uh, that's not helping your goalies out at all. It's not. Yeah, and and it's true. You have to glide it like a bowl of cream. Yeah, exactly. Like a bowl of cream, man, with a mop. That's what you do. Um, <laughs> it's it's typical of Elaine Vigneault hockey. Because what I was about to say is that it's really interesting that the way they're performing defensively is exactly the same way the New York Rangers performed when Elaine Vigneault was the coach. Then they got rid of him and it took about a a one season, but then the defense for the Rangers now is really, really, really good. 
um, arguably one of the best defenses, you know, in the division. So it's just, it's funny that it's like, it's kind of vindicating because I said years ago, that guy is, you know, a garbage coach and now you can see it happening on another team. So, yeah, I mean, but it might be better to just get rid of the coach and, and not so much worry about the defensive depth, although it does seem like a problem. And I agree with you when you give up so many shots and give up so much room to an offense, you are not allowing your goalies, like they're going to have to be out of position to make a save, which then of course, you know, gives you a, basically an open net, you know, or it's hard to control the rebounds. There's just all sorts of problems that can come if your defense is not putting in the work it needs to be putting in. Yeah, no, for sure. It was, it was, I was like, what are they doing? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's shocking. It's shocking. Uh, let's see. How about the Bruins dubs? Any, I know they've got a bunch of players on COVID. I think five players, right? On the COVID protocols. Oh yeah. We got a lot. We postponed a couple of games. Krejci's uh, on there, right? I know it's Krejci and who else? Pasternak was one of them. Pasternak's one of them. I think. Marshane was also one of them. That's like your whole top <laughs> make line, play. dude. Make them play without their line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's tough, man. I'm so sorry, man. That's tough. It, it's like one person from every line. I'll I'll check right it's now. Just, it's not great. So they're postponing the games? But, yeah, yeah, they, they postponed, I think, two of them, yeah. Two games. And, uh, mm. We are also in, we just talked about rumors of Bruins, we're in on a couple rec- uh, Ricard Raquel, is that his name? Uh huh. From the Ducks. Yeah. And Matthias Eckholm. Eckholm, yeah. Eckholm's right good. I like Eckholm. Yeah, they're. I'm an Eckholm stand. We're connected to both of them. Yeah, you think that's uh, likely? Who Do you know who they're rumored to give up for that? Is it just no, picks? I, so I know they they gave a price tag on Eckholm. It was yeah, I heard the, pro- the price tag for Eckholm is like ridiculously high. high. A first rounder and two prospects. Yeah, that's but they ridiculous. Think people also think they might get away with it with just like DeBrusque in like a second or third or, you know, not a first round pick. Okay, I've got the list right here. It's DeBrusque, Krejci, Pasternak, and Craig Smith. And then you've got Corrali was added to the protocol as well. So there are your five players on the COVID protocol from the Bruins. That is not good. Because four, nope. I mean, you know, DeBrusque, Krejci, and Pasternak and are good players for them, you know? I believe we're down two defensemen to injury already, too. Oh, God. That's terrible. That Rick Nash trade is looking great now, huh? That was sarcasm, if you can't tell. So, yeah, injury. Speaking of injury, uh, the most significant injury that I saw was Tuka Rask is injured, right? He was, post on, he was placed on the IR, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, but our, the dude they brought up has been killing it. Oh, yeah? I have not been watching Bruins games at all recently. Vladar. He shut out in his first game, didn't he? Yeah, Vladar. That's dope. Do you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Fair enough. Uh, Florida? I mean, you know what's uh, Florida? Oh, really? No, because they're in a different division, bro. No. I feel like it was a red team. Caps, probably. That might have been it. Probably Caps. That's interesting. You know, it's the Caps are interesting team, man, because they're, you know, up top right now. But we just played them and held it to close games both games. And, you know, if they beat the Caps too, I don't know. Like, the Caps might be a fraudulent team as well, man. But as no, far as playoff, it was the Penguins. They just more fluky than anything, honestly. Like, yeah. They love great games and bad games. And yeah. It's just like it's weird. It's not even like, like I don't get like the flyers vibe from them. I don't get the whole like fake, but they definitely have really good games or really bad games. Yeah. Like it's, they're very hard. I never bet on those games because of that. Like, yeah. They're just a crapshoot, dude. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. They, they, they could be more streaky as opposed to fraudulent to, it looked like to me when I looked at the IR this morning that, or this afternoon, cause I didn't wake up this morning. The, the heavily injured teams are Dallas and the Wild, which might explain the Wild's sort of downward trend recently because I've seen them losing a few games in the highlights and stuff, and I'm like, what the hell's going on here? And then They've you look at the list. Playing, 
the top of the division. I feel like they played the Avs, lost two of those games, and then they played uh they played someone good before that too. So they they have yeah played, I think that maybe St. Louis. So they they played at the top of that or division Vegas or something. Couple of games. Yeah. Yeah. So they they definitely were playing against the top tier teams in the West too. That yeah. That also bring. But I mean, they have six players on the IR and only one of them is a defenseman. So you've got three centers and two wingers on the IR right yeah. now, all been placed on since January 31st. So that's kind of a tough, I mean, January well, 31st was one. Like and then the rest of them have literally been in the last like week and a half. So which it's is like, also, they've looked like they've had a lot of trouble scoring and that, that right. Correlates yeah, definitely. Game. Absolutely. Absolutely. The only thing I saw for hockey was that there is actually a trade, another team acquiring uh, goalie depth. The Sabres traded uh, Johannes Jensen. Yep. To the Avalanche. Yeah, I did see that. For a sixth round draft pick. Um, so this is the second team we've seen acquire goaltending depth. And uh, as you've been saying, goaltending, de- goaltending depth this year is as important as it's ever been uh, because so many games, you know, yeah. back to back. So yeah, your goalies are going to get worn out. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, let's see. We could talk about Tom Wilson. Uh, oh, actually, no, I, I you uh, said the Avalanche were going to allow fans back in the building? Yeah, Avalanche, allow, or they're gonna, planning on allowing 4,000 max, but 4,000 fans allowed starting in April. Nice. In Colorado. It's good. I'm, it's good. I'm glad to see sports returning to normal, to some degree of normalcy. And yeah, like you said, league cancer Tom Wilson is yeah. back. On the Capitals, he vows to avoid suspensions after his return to the team. Did you That's see like a load of bullshit to me? I don't, I, I don't know, man. I, I mean, you know, I was the one who stood here the most and was probably the most scathing about it. But you know, the Rangers just played a back to back with them, and in the second game was his return. And the announcer said that he, and again, he just claims this. I have no confirmed proof of this, obviously that he texted Brandon Carlo and like apologized to him and all this stuff, you know, right. Like after it happened. So it's, I don't know, man. It's one of those things where it's like, did he, is he like intentionally trying to hurt people? I'm not so sure of that, but you know, I mean, five times is a pattern. You can, you could do it one time and then you know feel right. remorse but the more it's like Vontez perfect he was just yep. perennially suspended and being fined for all these hits and, and everyone at looks point, at him like a piece of shit yeah and every, and at some point like 99% of all these guys just want to be able to play the sport and not hurt anyone else right but right. like then you have those guys that for some reason they like can't turn it off like them yeah. is them knocking out someone else out of a game and possibly a career is something else to them. So we'll see if he actually changes his tune or not. Yeah. I just, I feel like my point is like, is he intentionally doing it? Maybe not, but it's still reckless behavior that he continues to engage in. And that's a pattern and something has to be done about that. And, you know, really like we've discussed before, the biggest problem is the capitals not condemning that action. That to me is the biggest problem part of this whole story you know the league is one thing tom wills is one thing but the capitals kind of defending him so you know unabashedly is is a problem for me but that's really all i have uh for hockey and i don't know if you guys have anything else you wanted to talk about before we move on to the football ready for some fucking football yeah let's do it let's get to it pitter patter uh my patriots reportedly high on justin fields i'd love to i just want us to draft a quarterback i I've said it. I don't want to run with Newton. I get that. I get it. And Fields is prop like no one has him outside the top three. I don't think. Where where are they in the first round? The Pats. What's their pick? I mean, top three quarterbacks, not picks. Uh, we have fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's not too bad. Yeah, we could move up. Yeah. Gilmore, I feel like, is going to get moved with the pick to move up. If if we move up, I think Gilmore's yeah. gone. Yeah, if you move up, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, we also signed Ro- not Roquan, Raquan McMillan and signed, re-signed David Andrews. It's a couple more small moves for the Patriots. Uh, Gino Atkins was cut by the Bengals. He hasn't signed anywhere yet, right, Mage? No, I was looking for his name specifically today. I didn't see him on any list. I'd be interested to see where he ends up. 
uh, you tweeted it. Teams are looking for pass rushers. A lot of them got paid this offseason. So, yeah, I mean, Atkins a lot of them got be... picked up the first day. I feel like right. eight of the nine were snatched up by teams the first day. Um, veterans Atkins, a little bit perennial pro bowler too. Yeah, and um, veterans are a little bit there. I mean, a lot of the people that acquired were veterans, but like. This guy is one of the people that's not going to get hurt too much by this year. I don't think he's going to. He might sign like a one-year deal somewhere, but he's going to get paid because he's such a difference maker or could be for a playoff team. So we'll see where he goes. Um, but, yeah, I mean, pass rushers got scooped up all the mostly the first day, honestly. So we'll see We'll see where he chooses to go. It might be more. New England. He's, he's a veteran, so he might take his time a little bit more. Love to have you, Gino. Big fan. Seahawks re-signed Chris Carson today. It was a three-year deal. Well, it was weird because it was kind of like the Tom Brady deal. It was a three-year deal that voids after one year, and we were talking about that last year. So they really only re-signed him for $6 million. Not bad for a starting running back. He is a solid running back if he can stay healthy. If he's healthy, right. That's been the problem the last, what, three years or so? Three, yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, I mean, that's not a bad salary for a running back. If he can stay healthy, that's been the problem is him being healthy. Um, but like that maneuver by the uh, the Rays, the Bucks, um, they were able to kind of move around some cap room and move around some money. So that's interesting. I'll tell you a team that doesn't need any more running backs. The Texans. Philip they Lindsay. They currently have Philip Lindsay, Mark Ingram. They reworked David Johnson's deal. And then they have two other RBs I haven't heard of that are either Mark Ingram. Or, well, I said Mark Ingram. Oh, sorry. It cut out. So Philip Lindsay, Mark Ingram, and then they reworked David Johnson's deal. They also have two more on their roster currently who, you know, were either draft picks right. or whatever. But so they have five running backs in total. Three of them have at some point been the starter for their team. So this will be an interesting rotation in Texas. We'll see what goes on there this season, too. Yeah, it's, Texas it's has crazy. a whole bunch of some other. I feel like. Some other small moves the Texans made while we're on topic. They picked up Desmond King, former Charger, Vernon Hargraves, former Buck, Dante Moncrief, who's bounced around. He was with us briefly last year. Uh Picked up Philip Lindsay, like we said. They also traded for Ryan Finley, who had that win for the Bengals against the Steelers. And uh, how about the Deshaun Watson? Yeah, yeah, I was about yeah, to it's a, bring it's that a up. Weird situation. A very um, weird situation. Truly odd. It's. I like can't even wrap my head around it. It's, it's like yeah, somebody... that's what I was gonna say. I I can't like understand. You it's know what like, I mean? Right. Somebody, I'm gonna do a bad job of explaining it here, but somebody claimed Watson sexually assaulted them during a massage. And yeah. Went to a lawyer, the lawyer came out publicly, and then it sounded like a bunch of other people contacted this lawyer. Yeah. Saying. Yeah, same he put thing. out stuff on social media saying to contact him, and then subsequently, I believe, filed nine more claims against. Yes, Watson. it was nine. Absolutely. So Watson obviously responded and said you know you take it seriously that it's all but it's in civil so, court right it's not in criminal yeah. court yeah so that's right. like weird it's to civil me court not criminal yeah that that was also weird to me when i saw that the first time i like didn't even think anything of it and then the next day right. there was like a ton more on it and i was like what the fuck is going on here well i believe yeah. they tried to settle before they even drew up claims to um and you you hear shakedowns like that, like it's yeah. in an episode of Ballers and stuff like that. But like, and that's sort of what Watson's defense was too. He was like a right trying to get money from me, blah blah blah. But he did deny it. Yeah. Other than that, uh, Juju. There are a couple of receivers off the board. Juju takes less money to go back with the Steelers, and it seems like Steelers fans aren't even happy about it. <laughs> One guy who was happy about it. Chris Carter, we interviewed him in episode twenty-five. He was he was happy about it on Twitter. It seemed like yeah. I mean, I just feel like the, the fans style. were not like I, I saw a lot of negative things, and I was just thinking it's Juju. Like I know he didn't have as big of a year as everyone thought he did. He also drew all the coverage because no one else could catch a goddamn ball in that. Office. Right, right. So it was kind of, and then they had no balance, no run game. But I just thought it was kind of a cool move for him, but I felt like he got shit on, and I couldn't really figure out why. He also took less money. He took less money. He took a team-friendly deal to come back. Um, 
turned down offers from the Ravens and the Chiefs reportedly to go back to the Steelers. Right. Yeah, why would would you be mad about that? I don't understand. Because sometimes the fans are stupid. In every city, not just. Yeah, yes, I agree. You took less money. Why? Why yeah. are you mad? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't. Um, and then uh, my Miami signed uh, Will Fuller. Uh, talk about another guy who's perennially. I feel like I use that every episode. That word. <laughs> yeah, episode, like, you episodes, do. So. You do. Yeah. I can't even say it right, so that adds injury <laughs> and insult. But. Uh, <laughs> Another guy, if he can stay healthy, he always has health problems. Will Fuller, he didn't last year actually. Uh, he looked good last year. Um, was on the field for most of it. Uh, you know, usually he has season-ending injuries after having three to four promising fantasy weeks. You start to think you've you've put a fantasy team together, uh, and then it all crumbles. So Will Fuller will go be a Dolphin. Um, and then Kimmy Galladay signed with the Giants. That's not too much of a shock. Uh, I think we all that, – that came out as one of his favorite teams to go to. Uh, he signed uh, a deal with them. All right. Any other uh, football news you guys want to go over before we get to the uh, college basketball stuff? A couple more moves. Uh, a couple defensive backs picked up. Kyle Fuller is going to the Broncos. Uh, Xavier Rhodes is returning to the Colts. And then Keanu Neal will go, uh, will follow Dan Quinn to uh, Dallas. So a couple other moves that happened there. Also, the last thing, the former first round pick that the Dolphins just traded for, Isaiah Williams. You saw that Wilson. shit, dude. I saw it <laughs> and I was like, wait, that is that's the same guy. That's his name, right? I looked at the story, I was like, that's the same fucking guy. The guy they just traded for, and it was a throwaway pick or whatever they traded for him. But they tr- just traded for him for well, was it was it a six? So they swap picks. Oh, okay. So they swap picks, but they just traded for him. He has already been cut by the Dolphins after missing, um, after being late to his physical, uh, late to uh, his his check-in process, and then uh, did not show up to previously committed to um, voluntary workouts. So they have released him. The Dolphins basically said they tried to help him, didn't work, wished him best of luck, and kicked him to the curb. Yeah, and he's got to look back on this and be like, I am so stupid. Because it's not even – he didn't even get cut because he was bad. And you see he the video of him? Is a clown. No, I didn't see Did it. Did you see the video? Uh, there's an Instagram Live video. The day he skipped one of those workouts, he was seen partying on top of a car with a vape in the sand. Oof. Yeah, you, Big you, oof. You do that. Throw away a career that you could have had. What an idiot. Love uh, it. At some point, he'll wake up and realize he screwed up tremendously um and then other than that just mitch trubisky signed as a backup with the bills so mitch let's Trubisky go, interesting is let's out go, of mitch. chicago uh mitch yep uh is out and will go to the bills as a backup to josh allen um also there was there was a story about the saints losing draft picks or a draft pick for COVID violations and being fined. And then I saw somewhere else where that wasn't a story. Had, did you see that at all? Double. So I saw it come on and then couldn't find anything on it. Cause rap Ian Rappaport tweeted that they did. And then I saw a, but then the Vikings lost a pick yesterday. Did you see that? I did not. So I'm curious if it was misreported. I mean, I don't think it'd be. That's a possibility from, from Rappaport. Who's right. Was the NFL. Right. So and the other one was like the New York Times or something like that that I saw that wasn't. But uh, I was just thinking the Saints get fucked by the commissioner kind of constantly if that's actually true, because they lost Sean Payton for a year because of Bounty Gate, and then they will forfeit a six rounder in 2022 and be fined seven hundred thousand for COVID violations this year, which was a locker room celebration. They didn't even have games canceled or moved, right? Like I. No, I don't. I don't get it. Like I was reading this and going, like, why does the NFL hate the Saints? Because if anyone should be, it would be like the Titans, who had two games moved. Um, and even though there was nothing egregious, I mean, the at least their report found. I mean, a locker room celebration after you've been on the field. Like I just, it didn't make sense to me. Yeah, uh, but there there are disputes to that report being correct, or maybe not. I would like to think it is because it came from Rappaport, and his source was the NFL, his employer. I don't think he would just you know report that out and then be wrong about it. 
Right. So yeah, I agree. Uh, did you did you see the Eagles got Anthony Harris, Meach? Yes. I I actually meant to write that down, and then I totally and completely forgot. Yes, we did get Anthony Harris, and I am amped about it for like five million too. So like, I finally gave uh, Mr. Roseman big ups because he finally did something decent for a change in his tenure as the GM for the Eagles. But yeah, I mean him. Yeah, I figured you would have been happy with that move when I saw. No, it, it was a it was a great move. It adds some help to what is an improving secondary. Um, Slay didn't look great last year, but I think that was a lot of because they were on the field a lot longer than they should have been last year, and also uh, the lack of talent in the defense last year. So, so we'll see. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, happy to sign Harris and happy for that price tag too. So that should improve the secondary of the Eagles. But I mean, teams are loading up in the East. It will be more competitive than it was this year. Um, like I said, uh, Giants added Galladay. So uh, the Washington Football Club um, added Fitzmagic and a receiver whom I also can't remember his name right now. So that division division is going to be Samuel fairly competitive. That's right, Curtis Samuel. Um, and then Dallas is bringing back Dak. So it should be a little bit better than it was last year for sure. Also, unlike a Boston fan, I'm not delusional. I don't think we're going to finish higher than like fourth. We're going to win the thing this year. Our division. Oh, I bet you are. I bet you are. All right. Let's get to the college basketball, boys. Let's let's do the thing, as they say. All right. So, first off, we were 18 for 32. (laughs) Not bad. (laughs) Not bad, not great. Not bad considering some of the picks we made were the biggest upsets. Absolutely. Not like we slouched. We didn't take the easy road there. No, we made it fucking happen. We pulled upsets out of nowhere. I mean, that's we a good that's a, that's a good percentage with me as the dead weight on the team. That's pretty good percentage, boys. That's also a good percentage picking Oral Roberts. Big Oral Roberts guy. We can start in that uh, conference if you want. We'll run, just run through uh, some scores real quick, and then we'll do... Quick uh, preview of round two. Sounds good. We will start with the Ohio State Oral Roberts game. Ohio State 72, Oral Roberts 75. This was our biggest pick of the whole first round. Big upset. 15, Oral Roberts picks up the win in overtime. Also expertly picked. I think we picked it because we like the name. Yep. Absolutely. Well, expert analysis there. Damn right. That's what we do here at Stone Sports. Florida versus Virginia Tech. Florida got the win 75-70, so the seventh seed will move on there. Arkansas beat Colgate. Beach, we decided last week you were – or found out last week you were a Crest guy. That should have been our sign to pick against Colgate. <laughs> and we, we just didn't see it. We didn't. We, we misread did the pick against Colgate, but, you know, we did a system of 2v1, so I was outvoted. Yeah, he was outvoted. Fair enough. So suck on it that. happens. Arkansas picked up the win 85-68. Texas Tech picked up the win against Utah State, 65-53. We have that one, right? Purdue got the fucking break speed off him by North Texas. I did not see that one coming. Yeah, yeah, no one did. Meech, would you like to talk about Nova versus Winthrop? (laughs) You son of a bitch. (laughs) I figured I'd leave this one to you. Oh, I lost a lot of money this game. Uh. Everyone was picking Winthrop. Everyone said Nova would not be as strong. They were missing key pieces. And Jay Wright uh, basically reiterated why he is great every year in the tournament. So, uh, yeah, I, I bet against Villanova moves on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, UNC, Wisconsin. Wisconsin beat the fucking shit out of UNC. They are just kicking them while they are down. It was horrific. It was like that video I talked about. With the cow just stomping that lady out in the hospital, <laughs> Wisconsin was. The I cow. forgot about that. <laughs> I I will never yeah. forget about that. It's lodged in my memory banks now. <laughs> yeah, Wisconsin handled them. Uh, Baylor beat Hartford seventy nine fifty five, and that will close out that bracket. Move over to Illinois. They beat Drexel seventy eight forty nine. Loyola picked up the win over Georgia Tech. Tennessee got beat by Oregon State. Another upset we called. Let's go, boys. Good shit. Oklahoma State picks up the win over Liberty. Oklahoma State's in a weird situation because they got banned from the tournament. 
decision and there's no decision made on the appeal. So basically every game they're in danger of getting booted from the tournament. They're not in danger. The NCAA is not stupid. Cade Cunningham is one of the few people that the names that people know in the tournament. I guarantee you there will not be a decision in the next week. Fair. There's no fucking way. San Diego <laughs> State loses to Syracuse 62. Good for Syracuse. West Virginia beats Moorhead State. Funny name, Moorhead. Clemson 56, Rutgers 60. And Houston picked up the win over Cleveland State 87-56. Uh, Meech's pick to win it all, Gonzaga 98-55 over Norfolk State. They dominated, came out looking like a true one seed. Oklahoma beat Mizzou. One on that one. Mizzou was in the lead. I thought they had oh. it. Oh. Uh, Creighton beat UC Santa Barbara by one. I really thought we were going to call that one, too, boys. Damn. That close. We're all in on the Santa Barbara sweep. They did, did cover not, that uh... spread, though, which was the most important. It was like a seven Fuck spread, yeah, they and the did, Gauchos Meech. covered it. There's that, there's that famous Meech catchphrase. Cover the spread. Uh, USC picked up the win over well, Drake, no which I gave us a half a point. I gave us a half a point on this one because... Uh, so the real total was 18 and a half. We picked Wichita State. Wichita State lost to Drake, but we said Drake would lose if they won, which happened. Yeah. So I gave us a half a point. Kansas beat East Washington. They scored 93 points. Gonzaga was the high score of 98. Oregon versus VCU was a no contest due to a COVID test from your hometown Rams, Birdie. Yeah. So Oregon moves on there. Iowa beat Grand Canyon University. Michigan picked up the win over Texas Southern. LSU picked up the win over Bonaventure. Colorado over Georgetown. Florida State beat UNC Greensboro. UCLA, McCronin, I called it. 11, they beat BYU. Texas upset by Abilene Christian. That was a crazy ending to that game. Did you watch that one, Reach? I did not. I, it's funny. I was busy the last couple of days, so I watched all of the games today, which is Sunday. Right. Um, so I've seen all three games today, but I have not watched. I didn't watch much before that other than Iona. <laughs> We're about to get to Iona. UConn lost to Maryland, and Iona covered, almost covered the spread, right? No, they, co- they covered the spread. The spread was 17. Covered they the lost spread. by 13. Let's go, Iona. Yeah, so my boy, it was a very close game in the second or in the first. In the second, uh, you know, you started see the, seeing the difference in talent on the teams. But my boy Rick Patino tried his best. That was it for our round one recap. We can move into round two. Let's do However, it. However, there are four games already done. Okay. So Baylor already beat Wisconsin. Yeah, and Baylor 63. took it to Wisconsin. That was not even not a close. close game. No. They beat the shit out of them. Punched yeah. their ticket. I love the dude on Baylor with the mullet, by the way. I mean, the, a mullet and a mustache own the day. Uh, both the guy from Baylor and then the guy from Loyola, Chicago. Cameron Crutwig. Yeah. Yeah. That I mean, guy has to be favorite player at every level he's played at. He's just a like a... Big center. He's great on the post. He always has his head up. He makes great passes. He's like a point center for them. He's been the player of the tournament so far, I think. Yeah, one of the only two people left from their magical run in 2018. So it was kind of cool. Um, they were talking about that during the game today. It was kind of cool to see um, him and I believe Williams pass down the torch to the new members of Loyola. Um and hopefully they can just be a threat, one of those mid-majors that's always a threat when it comes tournament time. What you going to do when Sister Jean runs wild on you? Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. I saw a tweet earlier, and I was like, if Abilene Christian wins, Loyola has already won. I might have to become religious again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Syracuse, like we said, picked up the win over West Virginia, 75-72. So the number 11 seed will make the Sweet 16. Jim Behar becomes the second coach to make 20 Sweet 16 appearances. Yeah, and that was a great game. Uh, You know, Huggins did a great job coming back from that. The first half, they were down, I believe it was somewhere in like the range of 12 to 15 points. 
Um, they came back, made it close. It was a close game the rest of the way, basically. Um, and then we saw some shooters lighting it up for both Syracuse and West Virginia. Just a really well-played game, really entertaining. But yeah, Cuse moves on. Move, moves on. Cuse moves <laughs> we on. Got, we got one game that is just about to finish up. Arkansas is going to get the win over Texas Tech. So good for Arkansas. They will move on, and we will make some picks for the remaining games here. Gonzaga versus Oklahoma. Who we got, boys? I got Gonzaga. Yeah. Yeah, I think I, I got Gonzaga as well. Yeah. Creighton versus Ohio. I like Ohio, honestly. Mm. I mean, I just think about Meech anytime I hear the word Ohio now. Meech, you want to go Hi- ahead? Yeah, well, Hawthorne no. Heights. Yeah, exactly. Hawthorne Heights. I was like, Meech, you want to go ahead? I can't uh... make it on my All right, we're picking Ohio, then. <laughs> Because Meech's heart is in Ohio. Meech's heart is in Ohio. Heart is in Ohio. Yeah, let him know, son. Let him know. <laughs> USC versus Kansas, boys. Who we got? I like Kansas. The fog. Yeah. I think Kansas is going to win, but I'm rooting for USC. Yeah, that's kind of the boat that I'm in. Kansas. Oregon versus Iowa. We haven't seen Oregon play yet, and Iowa is really fucking good. I'm going with Iowa. I like Luca Garza. Yeah, I'm going with Iowa. As yeah, well. I think I think we're just gonna have like sweeps this whole thing. Good shit, Michigan LSU. This is tough. I think Michigan still got pull it out. I know they're missing their. I'm inclined guys, to go Michigan because they... that's where Iggy Pop is from. So I'm <laughs> I'm inclined to go Michigan. Um. So, so yeah, amazing go blue sweep. Colorado versus Florida State. I like Colorado. They surprised me in the first uh, first game they played. They well, you know, I'm not a Florida fan of uh, I like just Florida as well. Yeah, uh, Colorado is chill, but Florida is sweet, not. Boys. So Colorado all day. Well, Colorado uh, looked great too. UCLA like, versus Abilene Christian. I got UCLA and Mick Cronin boys. Yeah, yeah, that's probably gonna happen. Although I did, like I said earlier, accept a uh, ten thousand to one bet on the Abilene Christian to advance from their side of the bracket. So if that happens, <laughs> you get five hundred bucks based on five. Not bad. Love to see it. Yeah, this is like um, the sweepstakes, boys. Maryland versus Bama. Maryland surprised me against UConn, but Bama also surprised me. They came out firing, so I'm gonna go with Bama. I'm gonna go with Bama too. Bama, roll tide. Uh, Consularity talked about Villanova, North Texas. Uh, Nova. I want to go North Texas. Birdie on the deciding vote. Oh, okay. Uh, Jay Wright is Um, a monster. There's nothing in North Texas that pulls me to North Texas. Uh, Yeah, I think I'm going to. Texas Tech, Arkansas. We talked about Arkansas. Pulled that one out. Florida, Oral Roberts. That one's speak, boys. I'm gonna go watch that right when we're done recording in a minute. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go Oral Roberts. I'm riding Oral Roberts high. Yeah, I feel good. Also, Florida did not look super great against Virginia Tech. Oregon State, Oklahoma State. I will ride with Cade Cunningham. I'm going Beavers. Yeah, all day Beavers. Beaver? I hardly know. Beaver? (laughs) Syracuse, West Virginia. Syracuse picked up the win in our last game. Rutgers versus Houston. Mm -hmm. I think Houston's moving on. The Cougars. Yeah, I'll go with that. I'll go with it. Big big Cougar guy, Birdie. Uh, Big Cougar guy, Birdie. Yeah, I love an older woman. All right. Well, (laughs) that'll do it for Stone Sports. I mean, your mom counts as older, right? Hey ho! All right, boys. Anything else you want to talk? Oh, I have some news. I have some news. I got a VR headset. It's coming in the mail. It'll be here on Tuesday. So I will be escaping the world into the matrix. Yeah, that's my news. Anything else you want to talk about before we go? Wait, you got a better headset? Is that what you? I got a VR headset. 
Yeah. I've never wanted to do the VR thing. It looks stupid to me. It's the I VR porn. I thought of, I said the same thing, Meech, and then my homie got one and I put it on and was playing some games and they are it's awesome. It's not worth a thousand dollars, but now they've got like Facebook just put out this new one that's like three fifty. So it's it's relatively cheap. And you you don't have to have a computer to use it, you can just like use your smartphone. So I was like, well fuck it. So yeah, I mean, of course I'm gonna look at the VR porn. What do I look like? A fucking chump? Anyway, uh, <laughs> anything you guys want to talk about before we get out of here? <laughs> no. <laughs> all right, boys. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of Stone Sports. Follow us on all social media: it's Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube. It's all Stone Sports Podcast. We're out of here. Say goodbye. Peace. You are the weakest link. Goodbye. <laughs> Later. Oh, oh, oh.